ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय श्रीमद भागवतम कंठो फोर चैप्टर ट्रांसलेशन एंड कॉमेंट्री बाय हिज डिवाइन ग्रेस एसी भक्तिवेदांत स्वामी प्रभुपाद गृहेशु खूट धर्मेशु पुत्रदार धनार्थधी नपरंग विंदते मूढ़ो भ्रम्यन संसार वर्तमसु ट्रांसलेशन दोज हु आर इंटरेस्टेड ओनली इन ए सो कॉल्ड ब्यूटिफुल लाइफ namely remaining as a householder entangled by sons and a wife and searching after wealth think that such things are life's ultimate goal such people wander simply wander in different types of bodies throughout this material existence without finding out the ultimate goal of life purport those who are too much attached to family life which consists of entanglement with wife children wealth and home are engaged in kuta dharma pseudo activities prahlad maharaj has likened these pseudo occupational duties to a dark well andhakupa prahlad has purposefully spoken of this dark well because if one falls into this well he will die he may cry for help but no one will hear him or come to rescue him the words brahmyan sansara vartamasu are significant in chaitanya charitamrita shri chaitanya mahaprabhu very clearly explains brahmanda bhramite kono bhagyavan jeev all living entities are wandering in different types of bodies through different planets and if in the course of their wanderings they come in contact with the devotee by the direction of the supreme personality of godhead their lives become successful even though king prachin abarhishat was engaged in fruitive activity the great sage narada appeared before him the king was very fortunate to be able to associate with narada who enlightened him in spiritual knowledge It is the duty of all saintly persons to follow in the footsteps of Narada Muni and travel all over the world to every country and village just to instruct illusioned persons about the goal of life and to save them from the entanglement of karma bandha fruitive activities. Grihishu kuta dharmeshu putra dhara dhanartha dihi naparang vindate murho brahmyan sansara vartmasu those who are interested only in a so called beautiful life namely remaining as a householder entangled by sons and a wife and searching after wealth think that such things are life's ultimate goal such people yeah have a little uh, background assistance here just the subject that's being t- spoken about 
So it's animated, animation. Think that such things are life's ultimate goal. Such people simply wander in different types of bodies throughout this material existence without finding the ultimate goal of life. <clears throat> so it may be considered that this is a very bleak picture of the material world. Bleak, do you know what that means? A bleak picture means a negative perspective. Well, that's true. It is a negative perspective on the material world, but this material world is like that. It's not much fun. It's a condition of... It's all, you can keep me here if you might. It's all right. Mother wants to take. All right. I don't mind if there's a little background reminder of what we're talking about. Yeah, well, that is the actual situation, that we desire a beautiful and happy life. Uh, here it's not mentioned in this verse about <coughs> taking intoxication, being very sinful. It's just talking about what might be called actually a very pious way of life. But even that is uh, entangling. Entangling means because of material desire we are forced to take birth again and again. Punarapi jananam, punarapi maranam, punarapi janani jatareshayanam. Because of material attachments we are born again and again. We die again and again. We lie in the womb of a mother again and again. This is material life. So it sounds very negative and actually it is very negative. It's, it's not a very happy situation. However, the happy situation is possible for everyone also, as described herein in Srila Prabhupada's purport. It's possible for everyone to take to Krishna consciousness and become free from birth and death. But it doesn't happen to many. Srila Prabhupada quotes herein, Sri Krishna Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Ramanda Brahmite Kono Bhagyavanjiv Guru Krishna Prashade Pai Bhakti Lata Bij. Out of many, many living beings within this universe, Eta Brahmanda Bhari Ananta Jivagan, Chaurashi Laka Jonite Koriye Brahman. There are unlimited living beings within this material world, within the wandering, wandering around in 84 lack 8,400,000 species of life. And out of them, someone who is very fortunate by the mercy of Guru and Krishna can take to Krishna consciousness. So there are many such cases in the modern age by the grace of Srila Prabhupada. Uh, many people have taken to Krishna consciousness. Many people have come in contact with Krishna consciousness and their life has changed. It's it is a big change, there's no doubt about it, from being a normal person in this material world or even an unusual person in this material world to being a devotee in Krishna consciousness. It's a big change. It's uh, not just a change of clothing or hairstyle. That may or may not take place. But it's a change of consciousness. It's a change of consciousness from considering this material world as a place of my enjoyment to 
uh, understanding that I am meant for serving Krishna, that I don't actually have any real connection with this material world, I'm meant for serving Krishna, who is the Supreme Personality of Godhead. So it's, it's a very big change. Uh, and like I say, there, there are many people, by the grace of Srila Prabhupada, who have taken to Krishna consciousness. And, yeah, it's a big change, so that happens rather quickly. It, it may be different in different people's cases. It may be the people start associating with devotees and then gradually, gradually they start taking up Krishna consciousness or it may be that very quickly they read a book of Srila Prabhupada's and they think, that's it, this is it. I have to change my life based on this. But even someone who comes to Krishna consciousness gradually, actually it's very quick. Even if it takes place over a few years, it's very quick, considering that we have been in this material world for many, many lifetimes. Bahunam janmanamante jnanavan mang prapadyate vasudeva sarvamiti samahatma sudurlabha after many births, someone who comes to the actual platform of knowledge, they surrender to Krishna, knowing that Krishna is all in all, not my putra dara griha deshu. This is mentioned in Bhagavad Gita, similar to the words used herein. Uh, knowledge, one of the symptoms of knowledge is Asakta anabhishvanga putra dara grihadishu, not being attached to home, children, wife, and all these other accoutrements or uh, lakshanams, characteristics of home life. When one understands that I belong to Krishna, I am meant for serving Krishna, that is the uh, turning point. So that generally takes place after many lifetimes, Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita, and only a rare person may take to that. So even if in this lifetime it takes us three years, four years, five years, six years of slowly, slowly, slowly coming into Krishna consciousness, that is very quick. Even that is very quick. Of course, we're not recommending to make it as slow as possible. Better quickly. But better be convinced. Vasudeva Sarvamiti. Better to know, to understand what we're doing. Rather than to be a shooting star. Do you have this saying in your language? Shooting star? It's very quick. It makes a big, like a firework. Makes a big, bright, prominent, very, uh, seen very brightly and then finished. So better not be a shooting star. Better be solidly fixed by understanding Krishna is all in all. Anyway, there are many such cases of people taking to Krishna consciousness and used to be regularly published in Back to Godhead, the magazine of the Hare Krishna movement, articles, essays on how I came to Krishna consciousness. There are many such instances. And uh, some of the stories are quite uh, remarkable. Actually, they're all quite remarkable. And in every case, we, the, the devotee 
in retrospect, can see the hand of Krishna guiding them. There's apparent coincidences that they can see that Krishna is actually guiding them, taking away their material attachments and bringing them in contact with devotees and giving them realizations by which they come to the point of thinking that, yes, I, I have to take to Krishna consciousness or being deeply disappointed in material life and then finding Krishna consciousness and thinking, yes, it's the eureka moment. Who is that Greek philosopher? Hmm? Archimedes. Is it? Yeah. Who was, as the legend has gone on for 2,000 years, don't know if it was actually true or not, who can say, but he was sitting in his bathtub and he, Eureka, he called out. He got it. He got an, in a flash of inspiration. So, Brahmanda Brahmite Kongo Bhagyavanji, someone who is very fortunate. They may just get the realization that, yes, this is what I've got to do. I have to take to Krishna consciousness, surrender to Krishna, and then they change their lives. They may have been uh, the leader of a gang of hell's angels. You've heard of them here also. You still see them in America. They're like 60 years old or with riding on their motorbike and looking like they're ready to die. Still going. They're really going to hell. But not much time left for them. So, uh, they, they may have been uh, performing many sinful activities, whatever, but now they became saintly people. So, everyone who has taken to Krishna Conscious has a story. There's a saying that, what is that? Uh, every every saint has a has a past, and every sinner has a future. Yeah, that's it. Interesting saying. Yeah. Every every saint has a history. He wasn't always a saint, and every sinner has a future. So we all there's hope for all of us. So there are many stories. How I came to Krishna consciousness, you'll find in the magazine. But that's actually the, that's the beginning part. That's, that's the relatively easy part. We should, we should have an article in the Back to Godhead magazine, How I Stayed in Krishna Consciousness. That's, coming is the relatively easy part. But staying, that we have to see. Brahmanda Brahmite Kono Bhagyavanji, Guru Krishna Prasade Pai Bhakti Lata Bij. To get the seed of the creeper of devotional service from Guru and Krishna, that is possible for a very fortunate person. But more f- actually fortunate is to take that seed, plant it in the heart, and keep on cultivating it so that it grows and ultimately reaches this spiritual world and gives fruit, the fruit of love of Krishna. The uh, analogy is given. Bhakti Lata 
It means the creeper of devotional service. So creeper is a very delicate plant, very delicate uh, genre, I guess you can, or type of plant. Here in Slovenia, there are so many vines, grape vines. So they have to be very carefully cultivated. They're not very strong. They require a lot of support. And grape cultivation, so I'm told, I never did it myself, but I'm told that it's a lot of work. Is it? Who's, who's cultivated grapes compared to other crops? It's a lot of work to guide it so it grows nicely. And, and there are so many factors. You're dependent on enough rain and sun and so many different factors so you get nice sweet grapes. It's a very delicate plant. It can be very... It, it's, it has no uh, support of its own. It grows, but unlike a tree or even an ordinary flower, it, it doesn't have its own support. It requires to be supported. So while growing, it may grow very long, but it still requires a lot of support. So the devotee, the... He has to take the seed of the creeper or the vine of devotional service and water that very carefully and protect it very carefully and then it can grow. The support is, he has to take support of uh, the same persons who gave him that seed. The seed of devotional service is given by Guru and Krishna. So he has to take support from Guru and Krishna and then gradually it can grow up and up and up. Otherwise, we may look at the old magazines and see that someone came, they, they were searching for the truth and then they found they weren't satisfied in so many different kuta dharma. Here in this verse it's mentioned kuta dharma, which means uh, pseudo-religious activities. So there are so many pseudo-religious ideas prevalent in the world, but when they come to Krishna consciousness, they find, yes, this is fully satisfying in all ways, but then we, we see, well, what, what happened to that person? <laughs> Why didn't they stay? So many people, actually, in considering the population of the world, not that many people take to Krishna consciousness, and out of those who do, not that many stay. And those who do stay, they have to keep on striving so that their bhakti lata, their vine of devotional service that keeps on growing up and up to the spiritual world. Otherwise, maya can catch us at any time unless we have darshan of Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Sri Advaita Gadadhar Srivas Adi Gaura Bhakta Vrinda. Yeah, Maya can catch us at any time. Srila Prabhupada, he once commented, he said that my disciples, they're not enough afraid of Maya. Maya, the illusory power of Krishna whose job is to test us. 
test the devotee. Maya has two phases. Avranatmikavriti. She covers everyone. Every, who knows about Krishna in this material world? Not many people. Not many people are interested because they are covered by Krishna's illusory energy by which they think that to live with home, wife, children, money, family, car, dog and all these things, that is very nice. Dog or cat. Every, no home is complete without a dog or a cat. Or a budgeriga. But there should be something. According to people in Maya. This is Maya. Home is very nice. Home sweet home. TV, of course. That's doesn't doesn't need to be said. So that is the covering energy of Maya. And for those who try to come out of Maya, prakshepatmikavriti, they kick you to kick us back, to drag us back, one way or another, to pull us back. So Maya tests people who want to come out of her clutches to see if they're actually very sincere, if we're actually prepared to surrender to Krishna. The uh, process of surrender, sharanagati, taking shelter of Krishna. Uh, that To take shelter of Krishna requires sarvadhaman parityaja mamekam sharanam raja to take shelter of Krishna exclusively. Sharan literally means to, uh, literally means shelter. Srila Prabhupada always translates this as surrender to Krishna because we cannot be protected by Krishna unless we surrender to him. You, we can't have both independence and shelter. We can't have both things. It's just like in the modern age, they're, they're, they're complaining that our women are getting raped and they're not treated properly and this and that. But, but uh, they want independence and protection also. But you can't have both things. If you want the freedom to wander around at midnight on your own, then uh, don't be surprised if there are more rapes. So in the same way, uh, if we want to be independent of Krishna... We don't want to surrender to Krishna. Then we won't be sheltered by Krishna. Then we're, we're either in Krishna's protection or we're in the shelter of Maya, Krishna's illusory energy. So taking shelter of Krishna, there is a process to do so. It's not simply an imagination. It's not simply feeling. Yes, I, I love Krishna. I love Krishna. In my heart, I love Krishna. Simply to say that is not enough. Just like we we find people who say, uh, I believe in Jesus. Some people say it's enough to say, I believe. That's all. That's all you have to do. I believe. I believe in Jesus and I do. I pass my life as I like and Jesus blesses me. But, Mame Kam Sharanam Raja, to take exclusive shelter of Krishna, then... Krishna says, Ahang twang sarva moksha yashami mashucha. Then one will, one will be liberated from all sinful life and from sinful desires. Krishna will, this is his protection. He will protect us from falling down and take us to him without a doubt.
So we can't have it both ways. We can't be in Maya and in Krishna consciousness. The two situations are mutually exclusive. Although it's possible to, uh, yeah, to be in both worlds in the sense that one is gradually cultivating Krishna consciousness, but we cannot. That means we are influenced by Krishna's illusory energy, but we can't have two goals of life. We're either going toward Krishna or we are remaining in this material world. We can't have both situations. Uh, if, if we're aiming to be Krishna conscious, then we have to aim to give up all material attachments. And if we're not aiming to give up all material attachments, then we're not making advancement toward Krishna. The two have to go together. So one may be in this material world, we are all in this material world, but cultivating a different type of consciousness, that is Krishna consciousness. Now, <clears throat> it may not seem very easy, because the proposition of giving up material attachments, it may seem shocking or frightening. In this verse, it's mentioned, this giving up attachment to son and wife, putra, dara, yeah, money. But people say, "Well, this is this is our life. This is our life. What else is there?" So, Srila uh, Prabhupada, in his translation, mentions those who are interested only in a so-called beautiful life. So, it's not that one has to completely give up this uh, the situation one's in, but one's goal of life has to be. Becoming Krishna conscious. Uh, the home, wife, children, all that may go on, but one's goal of life has to be that I have to become attached to Krishna. Therefore, one has to perform activities, anukulyasya sankalpa, pratikulyasya varjanam, activities that are conducive to uh, cultivating Krishna consciousness and to uh, give up those activities which are pratikul, which are unfavorable for developing a sense of Krishna consciousness. Otherwise, maya can gradually uh, catch the creeper of devotional service and snap it or divert it. So instead of the creeper growing up to the spiritual world, it may go on growing, but it remains down on the ground. Like we see some... Uh, many creepers, they grow along the ground. That's the way they are. They, the uh, the watermelon or pumpkin, it grows on the ground, right? It can grow up. The watermelon has to grow on the ground. But the pumpkin can grow up or it can grow on the ground. But the bhaktilata, the creeper of devotional service, it cannot give fr the full fruit. To get the full fruit, it has to go up, 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 up. It won't flourish if it grows along the ground. So if one is going on chanting, some level of chanting, but not endeavoring to come up and out of this material world, then It's possible to hear and chant about Krishna for many lives and still not get love of Krishna. 
That may sound very discouraging, but it is a statement in Shastra which is there to warn us that it's not just following the process, but we have to be uh, very serious about it. If we are to actually get the fruit, which is uh, love of Krishna. Otherwise, uh, simply formally, ritualistically performing activities in Krishna consciousness, that's a lot better than not being in Krishna consciousness at all. But it can drag on and on and on. Someone wants to take this key lamp? Oh, you don't do that on Sunday, is it? Don't to disturb them. So, uh, Maya can catch us in very various ways due to entanglement in various material activities or we may become discouraged or disillusioned. We may think, well, I wanted to be Krishna conscious, but this went wrong and that went wrong and someone did something I didn't like and in this way become disillusioned. Sometimes people think that, well, they take to Krishna consciousness and it's it's just like after it's just like some uh, Walt Disney movie or something like that. Or they all lived happily ever after, like Disneyland. Mickey Mouse is there with a big plastic smile to welcome you, and you go inside, and it's all fun and games and laughter, and but it's all just a cartoon. That's all. The real world is tougher. That uh, we find Bhagavad Gita was spoken by Krishna to Arjuna on a battlefield. And Krishna didn't say to Arjuna, You always think of me, become my devotee, and I'll deliver you from all sinful reaction, and don't worry about this fighting. You know, it's, it's all right, Arjuna. I can understand. He did. Krishna wasn't an empathic listener. Yes, yes, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, okay, never mind. Go home and just lie on a bed. He didn't say that. He said, always think of me, become my devotee. And by the way, there's the, your bows and arrows are there. Just pick them up and start shooting. That was the whole purpose of speaking Bhagavad Gita. Not that Arjuna, he was already thinking of Krishna, actually. But Krishna wanted him, Mamanusmara Yudhyacha. But Krishna, I'm already thinking of you. Okay, very good. You're thinking of me. Well, fight also. Fully take shelter of me means not just, yes, yes, I'm thinking of you. But you ha we have to do what Krishna wants us to do also. So it is, a, it is a challenge, no doubt. Bhagavad Gita is not spoken to help us to avoid all challenges. Sometimes people say this is escapism. But rather, it is the knowledge of Bhagavad Gita and Srimad Bhagavatam is the knowledge not by which we escape the world, but which by which we see the world in perspective. That it is a tough and nasty place. We, we don't just uh, imagine some Disneyland in the sky that we're, go that we're going to go to, where, which will be like this world uh, without the... Uh, without having to pay taxes or something like that. It'll be just like this world, but there'll be no work and we'll just lounge around all day and have a nice day every day. 
No, the spiritual world is far better than the persons who desire heavenly rewards can imagine. But at the same time, we have to face the challenges of this material world. Understand, this is not a place for our enjoyment. And we, but we have to give up our attachments to this material world, not by running away from the challenges, but by facing them in Krishna consciousness, facing them serving Krishna. In the material world, it's a very difficult world, no doubt. At the present time, the world is very difficult. Uh, in the very nature of Kali Yuga, Kali Yuga means the the age of quarrel, the very nature of this world is, everything is very difficult. In modern uh, life, the whole society has been set up in such a way that it's very difficult for everybody to live and everyone becomes more and more difficult in their behavior towards everyone else. So, uh, people take to Krishna consciousness. Uh, often, one of the... Uh, spurs to doing so or in incentives in doing so is the difficulty of modern life. So that has its usefulness also. Life is so difficult in this material world that anyone who has a, a little sanity, there are not that many who have spiritual awareness, they can understand that life in this material world, it can't be the all in all. There must be something more than this. And such persons, if they are fortunate, they come to Krishna consciousness. And those who are more fortunate, they stay in Krishna consciousness and practice it very seriously. Now, in the next week, the festival, Janmashtami, the celebration of Krishna's appearance in this world, that is coming up. So many devotees will come. It's expected. Uh, so that's good that they're coming. But really it would be better, there are some devotees who you only see on Janmashtami or only on big festivals. But it would be better if they were serious to come more regularly. That their coming is good. We're not saying it's not good. But better is to come regularly and not just remember Krishna once a year or once a week, but to take up the practice of remembering Krishna throughout one's life. As Srila Prabhupada said, there was not, when he was asked about this, one devotee, actually she, she was not a devotee at the time, she was doubtful, but she, she asked Prabhupada, have you seen Krishna? Prabhupada said, yes. Every moment of my life. So, that is the aim. Mam Anusmara, to always remember Krishna, to always think of Krishna. And following Srila Prabhupada's example, if one is actually thinking of Krishna, then the next stage, after taking to Krishna consciousness, staying in Krishna consciousness, and the next stage is to act, to try to bring other people to Krishna consciousness. Uh, one can do so if actually one has great conviction in Krishna. Like I was saying, it's easy to be diverted to uh, family affairs or to 
or to think that there are some other solutions, how to live well in this material world, we may become diverted to uh, health measures like Reiki or Ayurveda or astrology is supposed to help us or sports or well, so many diversions just caught up in our day-to-day lives. There's so many diversions are there, but one who is convinced about Krishna will keep Krishna very clearly as the goal of their life and not be diverted. There's so many diversions Maya has got. Not become more interested in anything than Krishna. To be fully centered on Krishna. And one who does so will certainly want to bring others also to Krishna consciousness. That's the next stage. To want to bring others also. Brahmanda Brahmite Kondo Bhagavan Jeev Guru Krishna Prasade Pai Bhakti Lata Abhij Srila Prabhupada quotes herein that a fortunate person by the mercy of Guru and Krishna they can take to or they get the the seed of devotional service. They get the uh, the beginning, the chance to take to Krishna consciousness. So one who is beyond illusion and doubt there's a book has been published in the last few years, uh, a compilation from Srila Prabhupada's discussions about various Western philosophers. So the name of that book is called Beyond Illusion and Doubt. When we are beyond illusion and doubt, it's a very nice title, when we are beyond illusion and doubt, then we will want to bring others to Krishna consciousness. When we see that <coughs> there is nothing auspicious in this world except the opportunity to take to Krishna consciousness and to practice Krishna consciousness. When we're convinced of that, then we'll want to bring others in. And whatever the difficulties may be in bringing others in, and the difficulties may be in helping others to stay in Krishna consciousness, when it's understood that Krishna consciousness is so valuable, one drop of Krishna consciousness is more valuable than everything in the material world put together. When one has this conviction, then he'll want to try to help others to come to Krishna consciousness also. So there are three phases. Ourselves coming to Krishna consciousness becoming strong and fixed and steady in Krishna consciousness and doing what we can within our capacity to help others to come to Krishna consciousness. Everyone has different capacities. Uh, in modern life, most people are just struggling to keep their material situation together. But... We should do more. Try to help others to come also. Just like we see Srila Prabhupada uh, from the external viewpoint in his householder life, he was a struggling householder. He was struggling to keep his family situation together. With uh, Financially, he went through a lot of ups and downs. It seems to be more downs than ups. But he was always fixed on preaching Krishna consciousness, despite 
all the ups and downs of his family affairs, he was very serious to preach Krishna consciousness. So that is a model for all devotees to follow, to try to help others to come to Krishna consciousness and to stay in Krishna consciousness. Now, Sri Krishna Janmashtami is coming up. It's a big festival. In India, it's celebrated as a very big festival. Probably, I think some of the devotees here are from Mauritius. I've never been there. Probably there also it's a very big festival. In, uh, in our center in Mumbai, in Juhu, then on that day, starting from early morning up till early morning the next morning, more than a million people will come to the temple during one day. So I think here you can't imagine that yet. <laughs> and then there's a big arrangement with the, to keep people move. They come and there's long lines and they have to move quickly and then they all get prasadam and there's at the park on the side there's arrangement for st- continuous stage program it's a it's a big affair so i i usually i'm in the west in janmashtami these days but uh, i often think that we sh- we could try to publicize it more and at least you know get the local tv to come and tell them it's krishna's birthday why don't you all come and take notice in Paris, Srila Prabhupada installed Radha Krishna and devotees asked Prabhupada to give the deities a name because generally we, just like in Rindavan, there are the seven major temples, Radha Govinda, Radha Gopinath, Radha Gokulananda, Madan Mohan, Radha Raman and so on. So like that, usually Radha with another name. Prior to that, Srila Prabhupada had established large deities of Radha and Krishna in London, but they were just known as Radha Krishna. So when devotees asked Prabhupada to give the deities a name in Paris, he called them Radha Paris Ishvara, an unusual name. Krishna he called the ruler, the controller, the lord, the god of Paris. So after that, in London, they also called Londonishwara, Radha Londonishwara. So he's also Ljubljana Ishwara. <laughs> Unfortunately, the people of Ljubljana, they don't know that. Everyone is controlled, directly or indirectly, mostly indirectly by him. But uh, we could let the public know also in in London, in central London, we have our temple. I was there some few years ago on Janmashtami. And they, it's right on the street, just off Oxford Street, most famous street, I guess, in England. So they, they get permission. I don't know if they still get it. They get permission. They close the street to traffic and they have an all-day street festival for Janmashtami. Because the temple room is, this temple room is smaller than this. Can you imagine? in central London. So they take over the whole street for one day and they have a whole day festival like this. So let people know about Krishna. These festivals, uh, in India it's automatically a preaching. 
it's automatically a, a preaching. Every festival is a preaching festival because people come to the temple and then automatically so books are sold and there's so much opportunity. Just people coming. It's, and then you get all big people with, you know, big famous people come with all their guards and machine guns and all this kind of thing. And there has to be some special arrangement to receive them and speak to them. And it's automatically a big thing. So maybe it's a bit late for this year, but it's not such a big country. You could invite the president of the country or the prime minister. Why not? They can come. They should come. They should come and bow down to Krishna. Really? They should come. So, you can look into that. It's a suggestion. Make it, uh, make it a big public preaching event. So, let others also join in the fun. People like, many, many people, unless they're really stone-hearted, they like our movement. They see devotees singing and dancing and they think this is very nice. They can appreciate it, something very joyful. So we have very joyful festivals. Festival means joyful. So, yeah. How many people will come? Well, if you have it on TV, then many people, many people become aware like that. That's another way with the modern channel TV. They have all these local channels. They must have it here. So, so that way... Every, every program can become a big public program through the public TV. We regularly do that. Again, in, I'm mostly in India. We have some public program and maybe you know, 2,000, 3,000 people attend. And then throughout the district, maybe 200,000 people are watching it live on TV. So these are all... We can use modern technology also to glorify Krishna. Just a suggestion. So, any question or comment about this, please? Yeah. Can a long-term injustices create spiritual disease for a victim? Can a long-term injustices create spiritual disease for a victim? This question is spoken from the platform of subjectivity. What is injustice and who is a victim? From the objective platform, uh, everyone in this material world is a criminal. Purusha sukadukanam bhuktritvehituri uchyate. Our. Happiness and distress in this material world is caused by who? Ourselves. Because we think of ourselves as the enjoyer, therefore we have to, that word is used, enjoyer. Uh, because of that, we suffer and enjoy in this material world. We find in the Srimad Bhagavatam that when Purikshit Maharaj came across a bull, standing on one leg. He, he saw that the bull was being beaten and he asked, who has put you in this terrible condition? And the bull answered him in a 
what might seem to be a roundabout way, but then he came to the conclusion that I only can be said to be the cause of my own distress. And then, Purikshit Maharaj, he said that you must be the personality of religion because no one else could have answered in such a way to understand this. That's the from the, the objective platform. One, one sh- if one is very advanced, if one's actually on the spiritual platform, one will not blame anyone for one's own misfortune. He will see everything as Krishna's kindness on me. Just like, uh, again, our own Srila Prabhupada, I said he went through ups and downs in his family life. Of course, he's a pure devotee of Krishna, but he's living in this world uh, almost as if one of us to show us how to live in this world and be Krishna conscious. He also went through the uh, terrible uh, period of seeing his spiritual master's institution break up. But Srila Prabhupada went on preaching Krishna consciousness. So that's the objective viewpoint. We can see, well, everything is Krishna's mercy. Whatever happens, Krishna wants me to surrender to him more and more. Of course, within dharma, within shastra, the concept of criminal and victim is also there. It's not that you can just go and shoot someone in the head and when they take you to court say, well, I guess it was his karma. And then the judge will say, yep, and it's uh, your karma that I'm sentencing you to be shot also. Or they don't do that. They go to prison. You shoot someone, they'll put you in prison. Isn't it? Usually. So that that concept is there also. Um, There are criminals and victims. But you know what? At the end of life, we have to think of Krishna. And whether whether someone treated us well or mistreated us or they did what was right or they did what was wrong, at the end of life, we have to think of Krishna. Right? And that is going to be possible if during this life we think of Krishna. So when we understand that in one sense... All the problems in the Krishna conscious society, in one sense, they have no reality. It comes and goes. Agama, you know, anityas. It comes and goes. The material world is like that. There's never been a perfect time. You see any, you see any Vaishnav Sampradaya, it's never been that it's been perfect in any, it's never been that it's just composed of perfectly pure devotees. Even in the time of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, among his closest devotees, one was sentenced to death for corruption. He was behaving corruptly. I mean, from the legal point of view, he'd cheated the king. Have you read this in Chaitanya Charitamrita? Gopinath Patanayaka. He, he, he was plundering. He was a government servant. He was corrupt. And uh, when he was brought to Tasrad, he insulted the prince who was accusing him. And he was sentenced to death. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu got involved in this. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was fed up. He, he said, just leave me alone. I'm, I'm going to run away from here. I don't want to hear about all these things. 
So that was going on in the very presence of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. He was traveling with one servant and the servant ran off with some gypsies. Nowadays you're not allowed to call them gypsies. You call them Romas. But anyway, they, they, he, he ran, they, they said, hey, come, we've got lots of beautiful women. What do you want to run around and be a sannyasi for? He said, okay, great, I'm going with you. He left Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So these things are there, that will always be there, but we have to remember Krishna at the end of life. Yeah, so whatever anyone says or does, we have to remember Krishna. That's ultimately what goes on, that's the material world, but our relationship is with Krishna. So we shouldn't be distracted by this material world. Undoubtedly, there are so many things which are distracting us from Krishna. And uh, ISKCON isn't the Disneyland that we'd like it to be, where you know everyone's smiling and happy. It's just a plastic show, that's all. Mickey Mouse has that, that smile of Mickey Mouse. It's just a cartoon smile. The material world is a tough place. And in Kali Yuga, there will be so many difficulties. And, and whatever the GBC does or doesn't do, they'll go on being difficulties. It's the nature of this material world. But we ourselves have to make our determination that whatever happens, I have to go on with my Krishna consciousness. I have to think of Krishna. I have to follow the process. The process is given there in the... Nectar of devotion. What we have to do, what we not to do, and we do those things, and Krishna will help us. It's up to us. The whole world, you see, the the whole building could fall down. The whole, all the devotees could fall down, and who knows what will happen? But Krishna remains as the paramam purusham divyam the supreme personality of godhead who we always have to think of whatever happens there'll come a time when the the whole world will burn there'll be no more slovenia no more europe no more world forget these nuclear bombs they're little toys when ananta dev he's the, the fire comes up and burns the whole universe then what are we going to do? Make a, make a protest to the... No protest will work. And we're caught in that fire again, again, and again. We're caught in the fire of material life. Now we have the opportunity to chant Hare Krishna. So better do that. <laughs> Any other questions? No. All right, then. So, 